rhapsody, enthusiastic expression of feeling, an epic poem, a recitation, highly emotional utterance, literary, music in irregular form, stitched together, improvised, a collection of effusive, extravagant discourse, rapturous ecstasy. You're listening to A Rose Rhapsody. I understand. Yeah. So when I I'm, 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 was way above the old San Juan that me and Big Bud Beetles located near the San Miguel, a camp we called the Needles. There wasn't many on us there, Tom Kane and Tim McCarty, Cap Flagler, Riley Lambert, and Lish Rowe made up the party to celebrate a grand event as ever you saw eyes on in Tommy Gretto's little tent where he dispensed the pison. Jim Marshall'd been plugged up by some on us to go and send for a brand new pianoforte, and bring it up from Denver. Zeb Taylor, a Missourian, as miserable a sinner as ever crossed the Cimarron, opposed as a mule skinner, had brought the box from Silverton right through in his freight wagon, and we turned out to celebrate its advent with a jagon. Walt Fletcher, a darned lively cuss, as funny and as frisky, who at the best done nothing worse than punish Bob Wire whiskey, Clabe Jones, Tom Hudson, Burl Wade, Old Creek, and Tommy Tanner was members of the committee to welcome the pianer. We all dropped into Greta's tent, first one and then the tother. We put away one poultice and then paralyzed another. We opened up the box and we tore off the paper lining, and there the new pianer stood, a glistening and a shining. We sought it in the corner just as tender as a brother, and then we took another drink, and then we took another. And Walter Fletcher, he remarked, as how he'd hate to say it, we'd got an elephant for not a cuss knowed how to play it. Clabe Jones allowed that he would sing if we could find a faker, but none of us dare touch the thing, for if we did, we'd break her. And Burl Wade, he said that back in Maine he had a sister, that could play the Swanee River till we'd knock us all a twister. Lish Rowe allowed he'd know the gal could play the maiden's prayer till you could close your eyes and swear you'd climb the golden stair. But just about this minute something happened that I think would make Salvation Army saints swear off and take a drink. Tom's tent front door blew open and a figure hove in sight that made each one of us to doubt if we was just all right. A cuss dressed in a canvas coat, a hat cut filigree, a pair of pants half-soled and heeled, a shirt damned negligee, his nose like a peeled onion, a regular cherry red, and eyes all bleared and bloodshot seemed to bustin' from his head. A regular mountain nomad whom nobody knew in camp, the knee-plus ultra specimen of a biped called the Tramp. We looked at him, he looked at us. And then his gaze turned war. Six glasses of red liquor stood on Tommy Gretto's bar. He landed one beneath his belt 
just like a morning bracer, and then another followed suit, what Lish Road called a chaser. Then wiping off his lips with an old ragged red bandana, he planked himself right down in front of Marshall's new piano. None on us spoke. We held our breath for just about a minute, and when he hit them ivories, we all knowed that he was in it. He thundered off Boulanger's march. You bet it was a daisy. And then he hit a reel that nigh knocked Tim McCarty crazy. And then he run the gamut up to coming through the rye and played stick to your mother, Tom, until he made us cry. The gate's ajar until I'd swear I heard the angels singing. Then with old Johnny get your gun, he sought the rafters ringing. He played the song that reached my heart till Burl Wade went loony. He rattled playmates off, and then he switched to Annie Rooney. At handling the Mendelssohn, you can bet he was a lily. He resurrected Wagner and knocked old blind Tom silly. He played the sad sea waves until you'd think you heard them sobbing, and then he trilled that old scotch air of Won't You Tell Me Robin. He swayed around the blue Danube and old Wad Teufel too, then the star-spangled banner and the old red, white, and blue. He wandered through the misery and thundered the tedium until I thought of Eddie Plyce and Hank Klein's Coliseum. He played a skit from Ida that just woke up Tommy Gretto, who hollered out bravissimo, de capo, allegretto. He thundered o'er the treble with a rattle and a roar. We heard a crash, and like a flash, he vanished through the door. We made a rush to stop him, but he vamoosed in a wink. We stood a moment dumbfounded, and then we took a drink. The Needles camp is busted, Burl Wade's in Kansas City. Tom Kane shot Riley Lambert and was strangled, more's the pity. Clabe Jones is down in Mexico, a-stealin' Texas meat, and Walter Fletcher's writin' songs in 47th Street. Cap Flagler's in Durango, I'm dallyin' with the drama. Jim Marshall's jumpin' corner lots way down in Oklahoma. Lish Rowe, he takes his bourbon straight when he goes on a bust. Tom Gretto's out in Frisco, still lookin' for the dust. Old Creek is up in Ogden, and the Saints snared Tommy Tanner. And a dance hall up in Rico captured Marshall's new piano. Go up the 
where they gets it most awfully wrong. They haven't any idea of the trouble it gives us, keeping those doggies rolling along. Beware of the Mooses. Beware of the Mooses in a bar called the Deuces, near a dusty arroyo outside of Las Cruces. The walls are all painted in puce and chartreuses. The air has an odor that smacks of sick gooses. And if you look closely, the doorknobs are nooses. The fare that they chooses are stews and couscouses. They sluice down their gullets with fruity moose juices while lounging on sofas to rest their cabooses and dreaming of dances with slinky chanteuses. It's a fool who confuses the tapping of shoeses by patrons attempting to lose their moose blueses as clues to their innermost private moose muses. Troubles all come in eights, fours, and twoses to nest in the antlers of hard-living mooses whose berry moose boozes all lead to moose snoozes, the only moose truces from obtuse abuses. Their method ain't perfect, but then again, whooses. You've been listening to Jim Marshall's New Piano by William DeVere and Beware of the Mooses by Wolf David, alongside the cowboy classic Get Along Little Dogies, sung by the late great country music star Marty Robbins. and poetry of the cowboys dates back to the post-American Civil War era of the Old West. Cattle drives lasting weeks or even months on the trail inspired an oral tradition now well over 170 years old. Passed from campfire to campfire, these poems and songs born of the musings and observations from long hard days in the saddle served to document the lives, loves, and laughs of these men of the trail. The untethered spirit of these iconic symbols of the Old West is alive and well in the culture of songs and poetry written, sung, and shared by the cowboys and cowgirls of the New West today. I'm Christopher Lane.
Episodes of The Rose Rhapsody drop the first Monday of every month and can be found on iTunes, Spotify, or wherever you take your listening pleasure. That fabulous horn you've been hearing belongs to Marcus Roots, along with his collaborator on the keys, Adrian Ruiz. Additional tracks from Sessions of Rhapsody in Blue feature guitarist Matt Gold, Hayter Garcia on percussion, and the tenor saxophone of Irvin Pierce. To learn more about us and what we do, head over to theroserhapsody.com. And if you love interesting new content as much as we do, spread the word or drop us a line. We'd love to hear from you. Thanks for listening. This week's podcast was produced by Trevor Morgan and Richard C. Washer and is a product of the Rose Theatre Company, all rights reserved. I'm Leslie Kopolinski. Now let's get back to that horn. <laughs>